Hello, mortgage fans. Um, so welcome to our weekly update. Uh, for many of us, it's been the first week back in the office of the new year. That rare time of year, we can actually see the bottom of your email inbox. Uh, so probably be next December till you see that again. Um, and also the time of year, people typically make resolutions as well. So quite interested to know if anyone's made any or broken any or even believe in it at all. Um, I've gone for a three prong attack this year. Um, the three things I'm gonna try and do daily, which is gonna be meditate, read and exercise all of which are a minimum of 20 minutes. So it's really, I'm committing an hour a day of doing what I think is fundamentally quite positive things. So far, so good, I hope to stick to it. And if anyone thinks that sounds like quite a lot, just look at the screen time on your phone and I think you'll soon realise you can easily carve out an hour a day for something more productive. So talking of productive then, um, what I wanna keep very tight on this update for is something around variable rate mortgages and the indices of which they're linked. Now, before you sort of roll your eyes and think how boring this is, this does have a direct impact on how mortgages are funded and therefore the rate you pay on your mortgage. And there's two aspects to it. One is a market dynamic, which I'll explain. And secondly, is a more practical product aspect to it, which you'll probably see it's been really, really relevant for the next few years. So diving straight into it then. So the first thing I wanna look at is what's happening or as of now, which is the end of LIBOR. So LIBOR stands for the London Interbank Offer Rate. Um, in 2012, I think it was, um, quite a few major banks were implicated in the scandal. Um, it was Deutsche Bank, Barclays, Citigroup, JP Morgan, and Royal Bank of Scotland. Um, and I think it ended up with a few Barclays bankers actually going to prison over this one. So really, really serious because if bankers are manipulating a major indices, the amount of money went through LIBOR was billions in any given day. So any slight manipulation around that, obviously you can make huge profits, albeit illegally. So from 2012 onwards, there's a sort of lack of faith around the independence of a LIBOR. And what's been introduced instead is something called SONIA. Now that's going to be starting or has started as of now because LIBOR is being phased out as of the 31st of December last year and the full implementation of SONIA is going to come in as of the 30th of June 2023. So the start of this year I think it's all money markets between one week and two months is now on SONIA and then all the way up to I believe it's over a year or so LIBOR will phase out up until 2023 as I say. Now the, the London is bank offer rate was always quite interesting because banks lend money to each other. They do it quite commonly and it could be for a day, it could be for many years um, and that's what these money markets indicate and hence why they're such a good indicator of where mortgage rates are going to go or the Bank of England base rate is going to go because if banks are betting a certain thing it tends to become a self-fulfilling prophecy unless any unforeseen incidents like Brexit or COVID or all sorts of things that happen, but all things being equal, that's how it works. Now, in a practical mortgage sense, you're unlikely to butt up against LIBOR because the only types of lending that's directly linked to LIBOR tended to be things like uh, private banking deals, development finance, commercial, and some buy-to-let mortgages as well. So they typically were linked directly to LIBOR. So that will start to eke out and that's where you'll see that. So if you're active in that area or your mortgage is linked to LIBOR, you'll probably be written to to your bank over the next sort of a year or two about how that's going to go. Now the rates are about the same. So you're not going to see any major changes, but it's just really what underpins the indices should be a lot uh, more faith in what's coming forward from that. So that's all, all sort of well and good because sort of a small amount of mortgages are linked to that. Something a much, much bigger thing that many mortgages are linked to, which not many people understand, is something called discounted mortgages. Now, this is gonna be extremely prevalent, as I said at the top, because in a rising interest rate market, this becomes really weird. So to go back a step, 
what a discounted rate is, is all lenders have what's called a standard variable rate. Um, these are typically anywhere between three to 5%, depending on the lender. And it's a rate they set themselves as an average benchmark of lending. Now you'll see, even if you have a fixed rate or a tracker, you'll see that after a two, three, five year period, whatever you've got, you'll go onto the lender standard variable rate and it's considerably higher than what you're paying now. So that's what I'm talking about now, that, that specific rate there. Now what quite a few banks do, typically smaller building societies, but not exclusively, offer something called a discounted mortgage, which is a discount off that variable rate. Now, it's interesting to note that banks don't have to link that to the Bank of England. And also, they don't have to update it in time with the Bank of England. So why I'm sort of talking about this now is if you open the Sunday Times or you play around with the Meerkats or any sort of um, comparison tool you're looking at, what you'll probably find is variable rates are the cheapest right now. Now, two reasons for that is that one, banks expect interest rates to rise in the future, so therefore they tempt you in with a lower rate now with the idea that it will go higher later. So that's why I think that potentially a fixed rate is better value, but we'll come back to that. Um, but you've really got to look at what it's linked at. So at the moment, right now, and why I'm doing this update now, is probably four or five of the best rates on the market are discounted mortgage rates. Now, why that's so specifically important is because that bank has not updated their variable rate since the Bank of England raised their rates. So if you're doing your mortgage on Monday, you think, look at these Best Buy tables, oh, let's go with that, it's the lowest rate on the market. You might be in for a nasty shock because your mortgage might go up by 0.15% when that lender updates their rate. So you've got to spend a lot more time and effort looking at whether a discounted rate is suitable for you. You need to look at the lender, you need to look at when they last updated, their base rate, sorry, their standard variable rate, and then what might happen in the future. Now, for that reason, we're not a huge fan of them because a bank could raise their rate by more than the Bank of England than they have done before. They might move them quicker, they might move them slower. You have much less certainty around it. So if you do want a variable rate mortgage or something that's permanently free, which typically tends to be a variable rate, might be better to go for a tracker, which is specifically linked to the Bank of England base rate and gives you a lot more clarity. Still there? Good. So it's, it's one of those that's very, very techy. Um, it will catch people out there for the next few years because it's always that dynamic. I mean, we have to get back to 2016 since we sort of expected any interest rates to rise in any sort of market way. So this is going to be a dynamic you're going to see going forward. And the classic thing in our world is the cheapest rate isn't always best. It's like the Ryanair flight thing. You know, you can obviously go for the cheapest flight, which means you go nowhere near where you want to go at no decent time of day. Or you could pay a bit more money and actually go to, to an airport fairly close to where you're going to go on holiday and at a reasonable price time of the day. So that's the point around the price doesn't really determine the applicability of a product. So with all that said then, so how does that play into mortgage rates as we stand right now? Now, money market rates are all up, as you'd expect, from the end of last year. Um, anywhere between 0 0.1 to 0.2%. And we're seeing a rise in swap rates for both two and five years. And that LIBOR rate has gone up as a as well. So um, no major shakes as yet, but it's highly likely based on money markets that the Bank of England will raise rates again in the next three months because LIBOR is nearly 0.5, whereas the Bank of England is at 0.25. So how that translates into best rates in the market then? So um, talking about those variable rates, the cheapest, as I say, you can go from 0.99%, but please be careful what that's linked to. A two-year fixed rate from 1.09%, 
and a five year fixed from 1.37% and buy to let start at 0.99%. Always important to note that the rate you'll be offered will be dependent on your personal circumstances and your level of deposit, because all the rates I've just mentioned will typically be for if you've got a 40% deposit or more. Um, but if you want more advice on this, and as I've sort of talked through today, a very techy, very tricky one, please do talk to us. It's a tricky area which very many people get caught out on. So get advice and make sure you get the best product. Okay, looking forward to catch up with you next week.